You're listening to highlights from the Creative Process interview with Roxanne Gay. This podcast is supported by the Jan Michalski Foundation. When you're writing, you imagine a lot the, the before. I kind of wonder about where writing comes from and what you're sometimes trying to get back in touch with, like this, this inner voice. I loved writing and loved storytelling. And so it just was naturally there, this desire to just tell stories. And your, your family storytellers? Um, they supported it. Um, I don't know that they particularly understood it, but mm. my mom would take me to the library every week. My parents got me my first typewriter. Uh, they always reminded me that I needed to focus on my education and get a practical education, but they were very supportive. I don't know that, I mean, because we're coming up to um, 2020, but I just think about, you know, how much, how far we have to go. I and mean, what do you feel that you really want to change or help and what do you appreciate that we have achieved in the 100 years since women's had the right to vote? Well, I mean, I don't know that much has changed because we're still legislating women's bodies. Just yesterday, the state of Ohio um, passed legislation um, banning abortion after the first heartbeat. And oh. it's the most rigid abortion law in the country. We've come so far, but have we? Uh, as long as women's bodies are still legislatable, we have a long, long way to go. And so that's the very imp- most important thing I think we need to address is that once and for all, abortion and access to birth control have to be off the table. But now we see many states who are tightening these abortion laws, and what they're really trying to do is um, illegal, but they're doing it anyway. And we need to pass the Equal Rights Amendment, which still has not been passed. And we need to, I think one of the most beneficial things we could do as a, a society for women is have subsidized health care and um, subsidized child care. So it's always important to acknowledge progress, but we should not acknowledge progress in such a way that we become comfortable with the status quo. I, I, don't, I wouldn't like to go back 100 years. I mean, I can't even imagine that, the things that we'd be dealing with. Question from one of our producers of the role of the artist in society. You know, it's not something I think about, but I do think that artists oftentimes reflect what we value and what we should value in ways that are very interesting and, in the best art, thought-provoking and uncomfortable. And I think it's important for artists to do that, um, to challenge us, to to really make us think critically in ways that, just moving through our day-to-day lives, we probably won't. And that's one of the reasons I like going to museums, for example. I don't always understand everything I'm seeing, but I'm certainly thinking. And I like the way that's inspired. When I go to the theater, I'm thinking and I'm engaging. And uh, I just appreciate that. are complicated when they don't do what people want them to do. They are considered difficult. So I very much want to push back against that. No, and it's important to do that. I think it's like the opposite of difficult. When I see a woman or like someone who is showing them they're forthright and they're honest in their opinions, they give others the permission to speak their minds and to be their full, messy, original selves. I don't, I think that's easy. I agree. Yeah, we do, but most people don't, unfortunately. We hope you've enjoyed listening to this podcast. To listen to the latest episodes or learn more about participating in exhibitions or interviews, click on subscribe. Thank you for listening.